Hello, this is Callan Cedric from Dax and Roxanne. We're with Stuart Pink, and you're listening to Phoenix FM. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Joining me on the As Yet Untitled Rock Show with a ticket to rock for everyone are Cal and Cedric of Dax and Roxanne. Hello, chaps. Hello. Hello. How's it how, going? How are you? Uh, I'm really good on my side. What about you, Cal? I'm, I'm really good, really good. How are you really doing? Good. I am fine. Very excited to be joined on the show. Thank you for joining us. Well, thanks for having us. Thank you. Total pleasure. Now, our listeners should already be familiar with the band. We've played Daxi Rock Sound a few times. I've introduced you before as the sweetest thing out of Switzerland since the Toblerone. Uh, but it, <laughs> it turns out yeah, you're from multiple places, an international band, really. Yeah, that, that's yeah. right. We, we met in we met in Switzerland. Though. We all grew up there. Um, we're all fans of Toblerone, obviously. Um, <laughs> that's where who is it? Who is it? Um, we moved to London. What is it? Well, wow, now it's been like eight years, almost ten years. Yeah, eight, eight, nine years, almost. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, we come from all over. Uh, Cedric's, you know, half French. I'm half English. Lucas, a bit of a mix of all the nationalities, and uh, Simon's a proper Swiss. No, he's half French proper as well, Swiss. man. Well, but yeah, he, he's got more Swiss inside him than French. Yeah, he is more Swiss, I would say. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> so we've got more of a, uh, a Swiss army knife with lots of different components and, and elements to it. You know, we have to stay true to the roots. Yeah, and very natural. <laughs> Don't forget that. <laughs> now, we'll get on to your, your uh, latest album in a minute. But 2017, uh, I think it was, you released your debut album, Ticket to Rock. Uh, if, you, if you were to take a debut album, and imagine it's your sort of entrance into a room, right? You're, you're turning up into a big rock pub and uh, Ticket to Rock is like kicking down the doors and blowing away the barman with a shotgun. It's a cracking album. What was it like for you as, as a band starting out there, getting your, your debut album out? Uh, I mean, it was, um, it was I think we, we've actually, we've known each other for, for years and years now um, and we've been doing music for a while. And, um, you know, one of, our, one of our dreams was to get to London, record an album, release it. It was, you know, one of our goals and get it on vinyl. And, you know, to finally have that in our hands and we were able to play it, uh, get tickets to rock on, it was just, it was amazing. Yeah, it was like a little dream come true, actually, in a way, because we always wanted to do that. And uh, it was just so exciting, the whole process, and finally to be playing it out live out of Switzerland as well. And, you know, meeting all those great people out there and, and bands as well. You know, it allows us really to, to have a proper network after that, which yeah. was great. Regardless what happens uh, in the future, um, that first album will always be, you know, one of the highlights and achievements. Absolutely. To get yeah, out there. So absolutely. you guys met in, in college, am I right? To, you got together? Yeah, uh, in, uh, in primary school. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Primary school. Yeah. You were playing even, recorders together then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Met, met when we were five. So, you know, it's been a, a good, good long way back. And we met um, Simon when we were about, you know, 12, 14, and Luca a couple of years later. So, yeah, we go back a long way. So it must have been pretty special then to, to reach that, that point together. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, especially we were not expecting really to be in a band at, when we first met, of course, and we were just hanging out as mates and uh, there was a lot of skateboarding involved as well. And <laughs> yeah, it was just like, you know, fun. And when we didn't have skateboard to do, we couldn't go out. So we decided to do a band because it was fun, you know? 
So yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's been quite an achievement as a group of friends to, to be able to play live uh, all together still and and enjoy our our passion for music uh, together, which is great. Yeah. A group of mates playing together. Yeah, oh, that's what rock and roll is all about. You mentioned yeah. meeting a lot of lot of bands and stuff. You spent a lot of time gigging, doing some pretty awesome gigs. Uh, before before the uh, the current scenario, what what were some of your your favorite memories of gigging as a band? I mean, the one of the big highlights for me it's when we came back in Switzerland and played at the Montreux Jazz Festival for the 50 years anniversary. Because oh, uh, we we uh, yeah we it was just before uh, recording the uh, the first album actually tickets to work we already had a couple of tracks for it. Well, we left. Uh, we were like in in England for like three years, and uh, we finally came back as a whole band and all our friends and family was around. And we also had a couple of friends from England, which came over and that was such a good time. Cause we, we, we really party hard after that. And yeah, Are like always as, as loud as Slayer on that, on that gig now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently that was, that was, I don't know if that's actually true, but Slayer were playing that night and the sound engineer decided to turn up us up really, really loud. Oh yes. And, uh, that was a great, great, great gig. Absolutely packed, and uh, and the pl- the name of the place was the the Rock Cave, but it doesn't exist anymore. But it was it was really really special. Our first proper tour was with Bad Touch. That was and it was quite a long tour. We did 20, 22 dates or something like that. Yeah, and that was it was just awesome. It was the first time you know it came a proper touring band, um, and Bad Touch were was super cool guys to tour with. Uh, that's been a really good memory. Yeah, I think they released a new single recently. I feel like I've I've yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah. done something. Well, they, they released the, the album now. There you go, and another single then. Great. Do you still stay in touch with some of these bands? I think we do on social. Like we we still try to keep in touch with most bands that we played with, you know, because I mean with the people that we we got along really well and uh support each other. I think that's that's why it should be. That's what should music be in general, like yeah. bands supporting each other and um but yeah. I personally didn't uh, contact them personally, but if they if they post anything, you know, I'll try to like and and share and and then you know uh, after once all this is over, we'll hopefully be we we had a couple of tours planned actually that just keep getting postponed, postponed, postponed. Um, now we're gonna wait till we have a bit of certainty of being able to tour again. And we we we've been in touch with a, a couple of the guys that we won tour previously with, and you know we hope to have something quite cool coming up in the UK once once we go back to normal nice we'll touch on that in a minute we'll, we'll yeah. definitely give probe you for some more details there now fast forward to more recent times last year you released your self-titled second album dax and roxanne wow yeah. awesome yeah. stuff uh correct me if i'm wrong i think are we about a year since you've released fast lane how scary is that yeah it's scary and it's uh, it's, it's just scary <laughs> it's just like <laughs> We released it, but haven't really properly released it, if you know what I mean. We actually never done the actual gig to release that album. Yeah, we never had yeah. the release party yet. We, we and that's what, actually. Yeah, that, that's for me, I still, um, until today, that's what is a bit frustrating in a way, because I like so many other bands, everything's been planned and, you know, everything's postponed now and cancelled or whatever. But yeah, I, I'm... Hopefully at some point we will we will do like even after a year or two I don't know we'll do a proper release dates just for the fun. <laughs> it's it's nice from a from a fan's point of view though to hear the music because a lot of bands have been holding their back back their stuff until oh. they can tour. But I mean we're all sat at home. Yeah. It's just nice to yeah, get the I mean, tunes out there. 
we were just, uh, you know, we, we're really proud of this album and we worked so hard on it. And when the pandemic hit, we were like, you know, you know what, we, we still want to release our music. We're not going to keep it with us for a while. We just want to get it out there and get, you know, have people listen to it. And I think, you know, a lot of people are actually quite happy to have some new music to listen to in this pandemic. And we hope they, they liked it. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure they did. I, I definitely, <laughs> definitely did. Uh, there's one track. We'll, well, we'll thank you very little... much. We'll have a little listen uh, to to Fast Lane, which I think is possibly my fave. If I had to pick, um, sweet, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Love to play it live. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait to see this live. Uh, is it? Is this? I understand this is a bit older than than just last year. This track, Fast Lane, well, yeah, yes, is a, the it's super long. Do you want to tell the story, Carl? Yeah. So I mean. Uh, before being a rock band, we were a thrash metal band, so we were playing a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of. We were inspired by Metallica, Megadeth, What the Big Four, Anthrax, and Slayer, and our music didn't look or didn't sound anything like it sounds today. Um, and Fast yeah. Lane was the first track where um, we kind of changed the direction we were going in um, to more towards more rock and roll. We found we wrote the main riff to that song. I can't even remember how many years ago that now only, you know, you only hear probably one second of that main riff. Yeah, it was probably in 2010. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. About, uh, 10 different versions. Uh, Luca got pretty frustrated at some point because every rehearsal we'd come and be like, yeah, we've changed it around. We've changed the key. We've changed the vibe. Now it's a ballad. Now it's something else. Now it's whatever. Uh, and we're actually I'm... thinking of using a riff again, maybe in the future. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so it's so not finished. And then, yeah, when we worked with um, Colin, uh, the our producer, who's currently a member of Temple of Warner, um, uh, he he just helped us really, you know, kind of set it in stone. And it's one of our favorite tracks to play now. Yeah. Amazing. Should we give it a spin now? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, go for it. Enjoy. Do you guys want to introduce it for me? All right, guys. This is Fast Lane from Dax and Roxanne. Enjoy. You're listening to the Edge of Untitled Rock Show. Stupid Pink on Phoenix FM. It's Phoenix FM. And zooming onto the Azure Untitled Rock Show straight into the Fast Lane. Our Cowan Cedric from Dax and Roxanne. What a tune. Can't wait to hear that live. Yeah, we're really looking for, you know, we only got the opportunity to play it live about five times before we had to stop gigging altogether. So it's the one track burning in our fingers. And as you were just saying, a few different versions. What were we thinking? A different version every night of the tour? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think Luca will probably hate us the most, but yeah, we can give it a go. We'll give it a shot. Now, I discovered earlier, uh, I think we have a mutual friend, previous guests on the Azure Untitled Rock Show, these Wicked Rivers we had. Oh, yeah. We, we played with them really uh, recently, actually. Yeah, yeah. For the album release, wasn't it? This year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're great. Great guys. Great bunch of guys. Great music. Please support them. They're absolutely fantastic. Now, hopefully we get to play with them again yeah. <laughs> you know, in a couple of months. Awesome. Yeah, I certainly hope so. I think you guys would be at one hell of a, a uh, yeah, gig yeah. to enjoy. There's a, there's a couple of uh, you know a couple of nights that that were just really special and playing with those guys. It was a really cool evening. So hopefully we can do it again. Absolutely, we'll be there. Well, we like to spin all kinds of rock music on this show from all, all across the spectrum. I'm pleased to say I feel there's like a a real excitement uh, certainly the last couple of years around a new breed of like 
classic rock bands like Daxon Roxanne, These Wicked Rivers, uh, Inglorious. What do you think is the driving force uh, behind this new wave of like classic rock revival? You know, bands are, I don't know, lack of a better term, slowly dying away. Bands stop playing, you split up, but all, the, all our heroes are slowly coming to the end of their career. And there's, you know, there's never enough rock and roll on the planet. So we, we really got there at the right moment with this whole new wave of classic rock. That, uh, I think just everyone's into it, no? They seem to be. I, I, I certainly am. <laughs> I, think I think you're right. I feel like we're going back to our roots here. This is, this is good. I mentioned Inglorious. Their album, We Will Ride, is uh, it's out now. You, you have a, a link to the band, am I right? So, yeah, basically we had this gig uh, back in 2019, I think it was, at the Borderline, uh, where we played with the Temple of One, which is um, uh, Colin, ex-Inglorious, uh, as bass player. Um, and we basically got introduced to, to him by a mate and our... Um, uh, uh, by John, John, uh, John Louis Jones. Here we go. Big shout to the man. Uh, and and yeah, basically on that on that particular show, uh, we he had the idea maybe to have Colin uh, involved in our next album. And uh, on that night, we were like, that would be great. And that's how it all started. Really, it's on that show at the Borderline. And actually, the the um, there was a Collateral play that night as well. So there was. Temple of One, Collateral and Us. And yeah, I mean, he really put um, a lot of work into helping us out uh, producing this album. Um, and I, I really had a great time personally with him uh, rearranging the songs and and rewriting a couple of lyrics as well. You know, like the, the whole process of that that last album was really, really fun to, to do. And uh, yeah, he was... Great inspiration we had with him, uh, where you know we know he he took care of the sound a lot um, in a few of the Inglorious uh, albums, um, and we were really for this second album we really wanted to get the sound right. So we were really happy with the first album with the songs we had, but we weren't so you know so happy with the sound. And for this second album, we wanted it to sound as if we were playing live in your living room, you know, just get that. Yep raw feeling in the face and uh that's what you know colin was like yeah i'm sure i'm sure i can do this uh, and yeah it turned out really really great we we you know he simplified a lot of the stuff that uh we we were trying to go a bit all over the place with you know vocal harmonies six different guitars and things like that and he really just stripped it down and just kept the basic rock and roll elements such a rock yeah. and roll way to yeah. meet as well at the yeah. gig <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It was it was really it was such a good experience and uh, yeah he he brought us a lot of um, great things for the band like in terms as well of how we write stuff and so you know he's a great he's an amazing musician and uh, he's such a top guy as well like he's really nice down to earth um, yeah it's really it was great working with him and hopefully in the future who knows maybe we're gonna work again but yeah till then I hope he's all right. If you listen to us, we love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> How do you guys usually put your music together and stuff? I mean, obviously working with a the producer, they come in, they they tweak things, but what what do you usually do to to thrash out your ideas? Well, um, l- lately, the our, our favorite songs have been coming out through kind of jam sessions. Uh, usually we just like figure out one riff or one... It, we always come up with the music first before the lyrics. Um, and it usually happens 
lately in the rehearsal studio where we just someone one of us comes up with an idea and like oh, let's try it all together and the, the song sticks the song that sticks are the ones where everyone seems to be enjoying themselves when we play them um we used to write a lot of songs just you know either me or cedric or both of us just in a room together and just been going the song from a to z and then presenting it to the guys uh, but we kind of since this second album we've been moving towards more of a yeah kind of like jamming and finding Jam, yeah. everyone and i think it's more productive that way as well like we really try to find the right vibe first and try to work more finding the chorus first and then and then the the rest afterwards yeah. you know like uh, building the song around the chorus basically but it all starts with the jam as cal was mentioning we always yeah. suffer from uh, none of us being great uh, lyricists, so we're, we're not really great poets, and uh, we always kind of push, uh, push off doing lyrics to the very last minute. Um, so that's something we're kind of working on as well, is uh, our ability to write lyrics. It's definitely the hardest part of writing a song. It's written in the, yeah. true, the true rock <laughs> yeah, and roll style. The riff is there. It's there. Piece de resistance. Yeah. yeah, it's all about the riff. <laughs> It is on this show. So 2021, uh, it's a bit it's a bit tricky to see too far into the future. Right now, what's what's coming up for Dax and Roxanne in the in the near or distant future? We've had a few tours planned. So we never finished our um, you know, our album release tour, and then we did have uh, two other tours um in the works. We've had to postpone them, I think, twice now, um, before saying, look, we're gonna wait until all of this blows over before we start playing the tour again. Um, yeah. at the first opportunity we have we're going to be back on the road um, once in the UK and once in Europe like France Belgium and Spain um, hopefully we're you know we're going to try promoting a bit our, our latest album and then in terms of studio we're actually going back to the studio in two months is it? Yeah well as soon as we can really um, yeah. But normally, yeah. like in two months, we should go back to the studio and record some couple couple of tracks. But so, yeah, you can elaborate on it. We're working on a, a short EP now. Uh, we wanted to, um, you know, lay down some covers of our favorite songs um, that we that kind of uh, brought us together and shaped our music. Um, so we're going to be going to record with uh, John in uh, in Cornwall with Route One Booking. Um, and yeah, so we're, we're trying to, you know, a lot of bands have done a cover album, cover EP. We wanted to do a couple of tracks that maybe are not so obvious. So we're not going to go, you know, for a kind of ACDC or things like that. I wanted to go for a few tracks that are a bit special and uh, mean something to us. Um, one of nice. them was from band French band Telephone, um, where we've kind of rewrote the song to work in English. Oh, that's uh, original. Nice to uh, to to pick some covers that that aren't aren't straight down the line that everyone already already knows. Yeah, yeah. So uh, hopefully, you know, it, uh, it, it's going to be interesting, and it's going to kind of help us shape the the sound of our next album that we're we're already working on. You know, we're in the studio, we're we're rehearsing in the studio uh, as much as we can, uh, coming up with new material. Um, and I think this EP will kind of help us figure out how how we're going to be working on the next album. Awesome. Any rough idea when we when we can enjoy it? The aim is to release something this year. <laughs> that, that would be the aim <laughs> for now. Um, just like to not be on standby for that long, and and so that as well, like we can focus on the third album. But definitely, that's that's I think our main objective is to release something this year. But 
potentially, I would say more towards uh, the end. December, uh, that didn't really work out. And then we were meant, we postponed it to January and that still didn't work out. So now we've postponed it until whenever possible. But definitely yeah. you know, this year, as soon as this blows over. Yeah, it must be hard for you guys in this scenario, being in different places around the world. You're able to kind of get together and thrash out a few ideas before you get to the studio. Yeah, I mean, we, we live together, so the... We still, well, we still live together for, for a couple of months. Um, and that was quite uh, fortunate for us in this pandemic that we were just able to, you know, sometimes go to the living room and play a few things. But then we've got our re- rehearsal studio is not very far from where we live. Um, still possible to go there in the pandemic. Um, and that's been a really, uh, you know, godsend. To yeah, can rock the blues away. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Nothing better than music. <laughs> awesome guys thanks for joining us where can people find out more about Tax and Roxanne yeah you can find us on all social platform you can find us on uh, Instagram on Twitter on Facebook Dax and Roxanne and we have our own personal website which is DaxRoxanne.com and we have plenty of uh, little goodies on it like some you know, some merch uh, you can buy our uh, album vinyls t-shirts everything's on there so you can go and have a look, all right? Awesome. All the gears there. iTunes, wherever you want. Fantastic. Have you got into the whole teacup market? I was talking to Dan from These Wicked Rivers. They've got tea bags and everything. I, just, <laughs> yeah. I was amazed at the range of random Ooh. gear. <laughs> that, no. <laughs> no, I didn't even know that existed. Um, there was a uh, King Creature was doing uh, their own uh, spicy sauce, hot sauce. I remember yeah. that. We might get into the hot sauce. Cool. So we can get ready. The Toblerone market's yeah. a good one. Yeah, oh, cheese. Make our own cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thanks for joining us. It's been a pleasure to have you on. I cannot wait to hear what uh, what comes in your EP. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having us. It was really cool. Yeah, and I uh, hope you enjoyed the songs and uh, yeah, talk talk soon. We'll speak to you soon. Yeah, we'll we hope to see you soon on the road or you know online as soon as possible. Thank you so much for having us. A special mention to all our fans, friends and family. We love you all. Hold on. And uh, hope at some point we all see you very soon. You're listening to the Edge of the Titled Rock Show. Stupid Pink on Phoenix FM. Hi, this is Stuart Pink. Thanks for listening to my podcast. This is just one episode. The podcast now features literally hundreds of guest interviews with fascinating people from every walk of life ranging from the future stars of music, comedy icons, film stars, to community heroes, legends of rock, school kids, and 104-year-old chicken farmers. It's all going on, and you can hear it all at phoenixfm.com. Or, if you subscribe to this podcast, just search for Now You're Talking wherever you get your podcasts from. Phoenix 98FM Go to phoenixfm.com and listen to online guest interviews, check the events for your area and listen to great radio online.